So my name is Lenny Escobar. Uh, I'm the black guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who are you? I'm, I'm Cody Moulton. So the other guy doing the show. I'm the white guy. Uh, he graduated from Neighborhood Pal. He's a not white friend now. Yeah. He's a white friend. Is that what you said? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, yeah, but. Uh, no, an outright friend. <laughs> Oh, man. Sorry about that. All right. Welcome to the In Black and White Show, where we just try to have natural conversations about life and the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm one of your co-hosts, Lenny Escobar, joined here by Cody Moulton. I'm going to say your last name for you so you don't have to say it. Thank you. Yeah. One of the things that I just realized is that we actually say our last name, our first and last name, on every intro of the podcast, too. Nah, not everyone. Yeah, no, no, not not ones that we're, yeah. we're feel dumb now, recording don't you? now. Yeah. <laughs> now walk it back. Recording. Walk it no, back. No, no. Hey, that's a song. Now walk it back. Now walk it back. Is <laughs> Ooh, that a song? I, I don't know. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it Copyright is. if it's not. Oh, walk it back. TM. Yeah. Wait, is what's the difference between copyright and trademark? Don't ask Same me that on here. I don't want to prove my ignorance. <laughs> No, I was just saying that in our intros, like our intro song, our intro, we say our name. I'm Lenny oh. Escobar. Oh, yeah. We do. So we don't have to say our last names either. What do you think? Should we Should we take a poll? Should we redo our intro? I like it, what it is. It's, I mean, that's old, man. That's from episode yeah, like six. Dude, man, we were going way back. We were like just kids. We were just kids there. I know. We were just young and dumb, you know? Young and dumb. Now we're mid and dumb. <laughs> now, I don't know about you. I'm still young. I'm just the older young, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's what I would say to myself, too, yeah. <laughs> I was having this conversation with one of my friends, actually, is how we... Uh, so I'm I'm 31 years old. Cody, mm-hmm. he just turned 30 here, like, I don't know, four years ago. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> We're having this conversation about how we are the older, younger people, and yeah. so when we when when we reach our forties and such, you're just a middle aged person. You're yeah. not like old or young. And yeah. then when you get to like your fifties and stuff, that's when you become a young old person. And then from there, I don't really know more than that because I haven't reached there yet. That's true. But since you so. are in your mid forties right now, like oh. that's something, right? Isn't that what you said? No, I didn't say that. I said I'm thirty one. Uh-huh. Do yeah. you know do you know math? Do you know how to count or no? Do, do you really. know how to conduct an episode? <laughs> yeah, I've been doing it for five years. <laughs> <laughs> uh but no, I think it's a great idea. We should take a poll. Maybe we could take a poll about about whether or not yeah. to redo the intro. Yeah, I am I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, so am I. Let's think about it. Yeah. But let's move on from that <laughs> so that we can keep ourselves on track. Yeah. Everyone, we have a good show for you today. I think we say mm-hmm. that every time, but that's because we have a good show every time. Could you imagine opening it, everyone? It's going to be bad. Like, you're going to hate this. <laughs> Actually, I could. I could imagine us saying that sometime. That's All true. Right, guys, we're going to talk be, about... That's a good yeah. hook. I know. I'm going to cut that out so that we use it later. I'm just kidding. I'm not going <laughs> to do that. <laughs> we have a good show. We've got a good lineup for you. We're excited to continue counting down the days until our 100th episode. Get stoked, everybody. Uh, because it's going to be a good one. Please stay tuned 
for that reveal. It's going to be a good one. But we have somebody who gave us a question, and we're excited to talk about it. Like always, you can send us your questions. We will talk about it on air, and you can get our opinions, our views on some of the things. We would love to do so, but we'll talk about more about how you can get in touch with us at the end of the episode. Yeah, you, you got to stay. You got to earn that. You got to stay yeah. till the end. Yeah, stay till the end. Yeah, or read the show notes. Uh, or, or that too, yeah. yeah. But before we begin, let's just continue the last few anti-inspirational quotes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got one. Oh, okay, this, I love it. Let's go. This is the second to last time we're doing this, everyone. Isn't that weird to you? Yeah, it's kind of weird, isn't it? I don't know how long we've been doing it. Not for terribly long, but it's been no. fun. It has been fun, for sure. All right. Here's what I got. All right. From Howard Gruff. It wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. <laughs> wow. Actually, you know what my first question is? What's how that? does he know? That's a good know? point. You know? Yeah. That's a good point. He was building the ark for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could have rained a couple of days in there. Can you imagine on day three, he's got four pieces of wood out and it starts raining. He's like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> and God's like, yeah, I'm just yeah, It's just normal rain. It's just a normal <laughs> rain day. Like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, can you imagine the fear on Noah? It starts to rain. He's like, I'm not finished. Every time it rains. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, <does>. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, uh, that's my first thought. The second thought is, how does that apply to us? Okay, that's a great point. Well, well you want to know what the what the quote actually means? Well, yeah, let's talk about what the quote actually means and then let's let's just destroy it literally. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right, all right. So, I'll, you know, it's about preparation, right? Oh, so right. Don't yeah. don't wait till your house is on fire to make sure it's fireproof kind of a thing, right? Oh, nice. That's a good analogy. That's yeah, a good yeah, analogy. Yeah. yeah. So, it wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. So get get your get your stuff together, get your stuff in order. But uh, okay, that makes sense. I do like that though. I mean, you, you don't know, you don't know it wasn't. It probably rain sometimes. I mean, how long was he? Do we know how long he was building the ark for? Because I want to know now. I think he was building it for forty years. Was I think he? It was forty. I think it was forty years. No, I, I, I could be wrong. Actually, okay. Uh, let's do some. Yeah, want to do? You want to? Yeah, wanna do a quick me... little thingy there. I'll, but I'll just say my thoughts while you're doing that. Um, first off, Noah, it wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. But what was it doing when Noah built the ark? That's was true. It, was it fogging? Yeah, or hailing? Yeah, what or, was it? Well, no, was there snow? Could it have snowed back then? I, I mean, I guess it, it Well, yeah, back did. then, sure, but I don't know about where, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, where did Noah build the ark? Where was this? Man, now I'm, I'm showing my ignorance. Wasn't it over in uh, Indianapolis? <laughs> Yeah he's, building, yeah, he's building it on the speedway. You know? Okay, this is what I got. It looks like uh, 120 years was be the max amount of time. Oh, okay. It doesn't say that's when he started the arc and finished it. It just says we have that 120 years as a reference within the book of Genesis. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Yeah, yeah. So we don't really know. Let's see. This person says they're most comfortable giving a range of anywhere between twenty to forty years. So you're not too wrong there. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it. You're not a complete idiot. I mean, like that was okay. Good job, dude. <laughs> Last thing, and then we should move on. When I hear this quote without any context, is uh, it's like two unrelated things. 
it wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. I wasn't farming when my mm. cat drank some milk, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't uh I wasn't writing a letter in cursive when I got in a car accident. <laughs> oh, I don't know why that one got me. Oh man. Anyway, it is uh it is funny. But the more we do these anti-inspirational quotes and then we talk about them, the more ridiculous they get. Yeah, it really is. Uh, this is just a, a master class in trolling. We're like so intentionally being dumb when we do this. I, I love it. I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it, honestly. It's not going anywhere. We'll still do We'll do little videos here on our Instagram, which we use. Yeah, go find us on Instagram and follow us at IBW Podcast. All right? Okay, before we get into the episode... Funniest thing, guys, that's happened in a while. Oh, yeah. In, in a while. Mm-hmm. We've been telling you to follow our Instagram for how long, Lenny? <laughs> well, I think it's been like at least a couple of months now. At least a few months. Because we're just like, yeah, we just we just don't use it. But we have one. <laughs> yeah, we, don't, we haven't had one until a week ago. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I was checking online because Lenny's like, hey, I have someone who, who can't find us. On Instagram, I'm like, well, that's just because we're doing it wrong. You know? No, no. We were doing no, it wrong. No, it's not there. It wasn't there. So anyway, sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. And now we have an we Instagram. We have a Twitter and a Facebook, and now we have an Instagram. So anyway, go follow us, guys. But let's get into the meat of the episode. I'm excited to talk about this. We are going to talk about a topic that we have talked about continually over the years, but you just can't get enough of it. It is agency. And there's a specific question that goes with this from mm-hmm. one of our neighborhood pals. Cody, why don't you introduce us to this question? Yes, my neighborhood pal, Steven, submitted this one. Yeah, we had a chat the other day. It's hard to be a neighborhood pal when you move far away, but uh, you know what? He gave me a call on the phone to talk about this. So oh, well, That's a real yeah. true that's neighborhood not, he pal. He graduated from neighborhood pal. He's a not white friend now. Yeah, he's a white friend. Is that what you said? <laughs> and. <laughs> I was like, I mean, yeah, but... Uh, no, an outright friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man, oh, okay. sorry about that. All right, so this is this was his thought, all right? And this isn't word for word. This is just how we s- summarize it. But concerning agency, how can we use our agency to help other people practice their agency for good? So we all know about agency and how, you know, we, we have option to choose good or to choose evil and uh, make all these different choices in our lives. But how can we leverage that to improve other people's decision making? You know, I guess that's ultimately what this question came down to. And I asked him for an example and he said, first one that came to mind is if somebody's trying to help you, don't turn away their service. Mm. Like, don't shut down good when, it's try- when, it, when someone's trying to make it happen to you. That was an example he gave. But uh, what are your thoughts on that, Leroy? Yeah, for the did you call me Leroy? What's that? Did you call me Leroy? No, nah, I said Leonard. I'm pretty sure you called me Leroy. Yeah, I think you would think that. <laughs> <laughs> um, first things that come to mind. First, I love this topic because I don't think anywhere else, except in this principle, does it showcase how thoughtful our father was being when he created the plan. 
agency is such a powerful thing because it's so easy for for somebody it, it would have been at least in my estimation it would have been so easy for somebody who is the the father of us all the creator of the universe the author of the plan of salvation to make it so that we were all able to come back to live with him in his presence how easy would that have been but that's not the point the point was for us to choose to follow him and to come back willingly and so I love this idea of agency because it brings power into our lives because of our willingness and our choices. Right. It's like that quote that says, there's nothing we can give God outside of our will that he doesn't already have. Right. Oh, man. Love that. Or, or our love. Right. And I think you're right. Like it, it, it doesn't. Um, he could. He could have gone with a plan that brings us all back to him. But I don't want to get into this yet, maybe. But I'll just say. There is a price to pay to do good. Oh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Nothing. Nothing's free, right? Mm. I'll just put it that way. We'll, we'll come back to that. You were going to say something. Yeah, I was going. I was. I wanted to just go into the black and white of this mm -hmm. before we move into the gray. Yes, sir. I wanted to read a couple of scriptures that I think we're, will form the basis of our conversation. Yeah. I actually was just reading this a couple of days ago. And it popped up in a previous episode, and now it's popping up again. This is in Second Nephi chapter 2, verses 14 and 16. Well, actually, it's 14 through 16, but I'm going to quote. I'm going to read 14 and 16 themselves. Okay, verse 14. And now, my sons, this is Lehi speaking to his sons, I speak unto you these things for your profit and learning. For there is a God, and he hath created all things, both the heavens and the earth, and all things that in them are, both things to act and things to be acted upon. All right, that's the first verse 14. Let's read verse 16. Wherefore the Lord God gave unto man that he should act for himself. Wherefore man could not act for himself, save it should be that he was enticed by the one or the other, being good and evil. I, I'm going to just add that in. So I think that this question sits squarely on top of these two scriptures. How can we use our agency to encourage people to practice their agency for good? Well, I think one of the things that it starts is understanding that people have the ability to choose for themselves how they are going to act. And that includes a variety of things to react to whatever's happening to them, to act according to their own thoughts and desires, to, to do things according to how they perceive the world, to think about things the way that they perceive the world exclusively by themselves, taking into consideration the things that are happening to them. I thought I was, the first word that came to mind was co-enjoined, and that's not a word. So um, I'm glad you found that word. <laughs> co-enjoined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have a third scripture to throw in oh, this, yeah. to make throw this in. A, 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 another pillar for the basis here. For sure. Let's do it. So obviously the, the black and white of it are of how do we help people make good choices? Well, we have to understand agency. Mm -hmm. We have to understand that there's good and evil. There is an absolute good and evil in the world that mm. entices us to use that agency. Oh, yeah. And then Doctrine of Covenants 121, verses 40 and 42. Mm -hmm. Let's hear it. No power or influence can or ought to be maintained by virtue of the priesthood, only by persuasion, by long-suffering, by gentleness and meekness, and by love unfeigned, by kindness and pure knowledge, 
which shall greatly enlarge the soul without hypocrisy and without guile. Mm. Wow, that's a good scripture. Yeah, so I bring that up because you got to know about agency, you got to know about good and evil, and then you have to acknowledge that we are forces for good. We can use our influence, influence of the Spirit, to persuade people to make better choices or persuade ourselves or persuade our children mm-hmm. or persuade our friends when they're in a rut. You know what I mean? Like it's okay to talk and share good ideas and encourage each other to make good, good choices. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like the world is kind of, we, we use the word don't preach at me a lot. And I think, I mean, that makes sense because preaching is a one way thing, right? And so when you're having a one-on-one conversation, preaching is not an appropriate avenue to take with someone, mm, right? Interesting. Preaching preaching is great. It's a great method for one person to many. But one-to-one or personal, it's not listening. It's not a back and forth. It's not a, a tug of you know, war. A tug of war. A, tug of war. <laughs> a, a give and take. A conversation, and, and think, really. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's what this scripture, I feel like, is like. You know, we can we can learn to be persuasive. We can be sincere, be authentic as you persuade people. But I think, you know, that's some of my thoughts are, how do we help people make good choices? Well, how can we help persuade them to do good? I really love the, the basis that, that you just created for this, that we have to understand agency itself. Because I think sometimes that we logically understand agency, but when it comes to actually using it or understanding it in the real world, we kind of forget. We forget that people are agents unto themselves. And sometimes they allow themselves to be acted upon just by whatever, their their circumstances or whatever. But they're still agents, right. even if they're being allowed to be acted upon. So I think that we have to understand that people will make choices no matter what. People will make choices no matter what you do. And it could be because of what you do. It could be in spite of what you do. And I think we have to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. We have Mm -hmm. to be okay that people will choose to do things that are opposite or maybe don't align to what our personal values are. And that's okay. But then I love this next scripture because it gives us clarification about how to deal with it. We can persuade. We can love. We can be, we have to know. No, we have to be, we have to be persuasive by being kind and thoughtful and not being preachy and not being, sorry, I'm not going to even use that word by not preaching to them, but dialoguing, having conversations, developing relationships um, in order for us to influence each other. Cause it's not just a one way, not just us influencing them, but them also influencing us. Right. Right. So what do you think gets in the way of um, along the uh, part of the question that uh, my my homie had was, for for example, offering help and then people turning it down, or us turning down help when it's offered. Um, how does that fit into this? Because I, I don't think this is necess- That's more of a service oriented use of agency, mm-hmm. as opposed to like a uh, a instructional. You know what I mean? Oh, wait, no, I'm a little confused. So, so the the premise of his question was, how can we help other people use their agency to do good? So, how can we provide opportunities or encourage opportunities for people to do good instead of shut down opportunities to do good? You know what I mean? Oh, Jaffeel. 
Yeah. So it's in a more casual sense in some ways, I think. Yeah. But I think this happens a lot in the church because how often do you have a minister come over or you have an interview and someone's like, how you doing? Anything we can help with? No, I'm good. No, man, I'm good. No, man, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) I had a really good chat with uh, one of my friends at church today um, during Elder's Quorum. (laughs) Actually, he stepped outside and we chatted for like most of Elder's Quorum. But, um, oh, so you don't don't really believe in, uh, I mean, I was conducting, so that was doubly awkward, (laughs) but, uh, but it was more important. That conversation was more important. No, no, no. Go ahead. If he's listening, then, uh, hey, you're famous now. Um, but anyway, one of the things we were joking about was like, we were talking about ministering and and like, oh, like some of the people we talk to, we say, hey, do you need any help? And they're like, no, I'm good. And they move on and. I'm like, yeah, well, at, at what point do you just do you just start a conversation instead of like, how are you doing? Do you just start with, hey, what's what's the worst thing that's happened to you in the last three weeks? Just, <laughs> just put it out there. <laughs> yeah, we joke and we laugh about that, but I was thinking about it. I'm like, you know, a lot. Uh, we do that a lot, right? In our culture, we, we kind of, we want to handle things ourselves and that's okay. And, and I react that way. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot of us do. But then I was talking to this buddy, and we ended up having a super deep conversation where we both are people who'd be like, no, we're good. But we ended up talking about some things that we're struggling with in our own lives, and we don't know that we gave each other any solutions. But just because we chatted and we're being honest with each other, we could kind of uh, bask in the fact that we're both dealing with some of the same challenges, mm-hmm. and and that gave us some... Some strength. It made me feel better. Anyway, I hope it made him feel better. It gave me some encouragement. Just because instead of shutting the door on an opportunity for someone to do good or to talk, you know, we open the door, right? That's why I'm. That's, I think that's what. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting uh, the, the way that you're framing this too, because we're kind of talking about our own agency in response to other people's agency. Mm-hmm. Like, how do we react to people? And specific are like, how do we react to people who are offering us positive interaction right. or positive intentions? We all fit, fall into that same boat, specifically in this circumstance you're talking about, where we are saying that we're fine, even when we are struggling with something. Maybe there's no immediate physical need, but we all have emotional and mental needs um, that people can fill yeah. very often all the time. I I like this thought that we're talking about here because I I think it's moving from our own agency. It's moving from our own choices to allow positive to impact us, allow people the benefit or the blessing to influence our lives and them doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I think so. And that's, that's a good point. There's lots of ways to encourage this and open the door. And what gets in the way a lot, I think is routine and pride. Mm. Yeah, both of those. Um, routine, meaning we're lazy. We don't want to... I mean, it takes energy to commit to something that's extra in our lives. It's new or that's mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. effort or what have you. But also pride, because we don't like asking for help. A lot of us don't. And so that's nothing that gets in the way. I said earlier that there's a price to pay when it comes to using our agency for good and doing good. Mm-hmm. So let me let me share a little story here, a little oh. story time. Story time. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh wait, that's not. 
Oh, it's okay. It's under eight seconds. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just threw out a random count of seconds, by the way, because I've looked up so many times at how many seconds of music you can play that's copyrighted, mm. and everywhere you look it up, it's a different amount. Yeah, so. yeah. Actually, I, I even study this stuff, and I don't even know. Yeah, I don't think anybody knows. Yeah. Um, depends how much money you have to sue someone, and then which end of the receiving end of that you're on. But anyway, okay. So the other day, we we did some service, okay? So we made a heck load of bread Mm-mm. to give out to lots of people. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're me, you'd just buy bread because you're you're lazy and, you know, the bar is low. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all know that. Yeah, and if you're my wife, then you 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 hand make every loaf of bread. So it took a long time. And we were talking about how the day went because we were kind of stressed most of the day. We were arguing and fighting with our kids and and just like there was high tension. This five, six hours of time it took to make bread and then deliver it, you know. Mm-hmm. It was not like a hoity-toity, we're doing good, hey, hippie, yeah. I don't know why I said hippie, but hip hooray is what I was trying to get at. It wasn't like happy fun times. It was like, this is work and we're kind of tired of dealing with our kids being stinkers sometimes. And so it was frustrating. It was tough. Didn't didn't feel like we wanted or expected it to. Mm-hmm. And that's because to do good, it takes effort and it takes work and it, it you have to pay a price. To use your agency to do good. And sometimes that price exhausts some of our capacities and makes us uh, grumpy or tired or or lazy or what have you. It could be anything, right? Mm-hmm. This is just one example. And at the end of the day, those feelings can get in the way of us realizing, hey, we did some good. Like we, we have to acknowledge that and the reason I the reason I even bring this up is because for us to do to use our agency for good, we need to acknowledge that it is work and it is effort, and it's not all happy go fun times, right? Mm-hmm. But it does have a payoff. It does have an outcome that is uplifting to other people. If we know that going in, I think it makes it easier mm. to do the good. It's the same before you go on a mission. Everybody talks so great about missions, and then you go out there and you're like, "Holy crap! This is this is a lot of work." It's terrible, and some people are surprised by that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little bit, but I don't really. Want, I don't blame anyone because it's a lot more fun to talk about the fun aspects of the the really rewarding aspects of your mission. What else are you going to talk about? You're not going to be like, okay, I'm teaching a lesson, and <laughs> I'm teaching the youth about missions, and I'm going to tell them about every time I brushed my teeth. Nobody cares. <laughs> or the, so I get it. Every step that I took. Yeah, how, how much my feet hurt every day. But there is a balance to like knowing and expecting that so that when, when you invest time in service or in doing good, that you expect it and you can bear the brunt of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like this. Um, well, so it's just thinking back to the question uh, a, a little bit more. Like how can we use our agency to let other people practice their agency for good? I, and kind of putting that question side by side with what you were talking about, the price that we pay for, for good. I don't know if I've really thought about the price that we pay to do good, but there is one, like you said, and it's so interesting that it's really easy to take for granted when you're receiving that help that somebody was is paying a price to offer that help to you. 
know, it may not feel like a price to them and it may not feel like a price to you, but it, there is something um, that right. there, there is an exchange of energy, right. whatever, to offer that help. And I think that's interesting as I think about it because it actually frames it in my, my mind to be grateful for the energy that they are expending on my behalf. That's, that's actually really, right. really humbling. It's, it's, now I'm just sitting here thinking about it. All the people that worry about me, that offer help to me, that come out of their way to ask me, hey, how are you doing? You know, how's your week going? You know, and whether or not that's genuine or not, that's not really on me. I can, I can choose to, to act. I can react accordingly to how I feel because I can act based on what they have, how they have given me. Now, I think that we can, you know, I'm not going to get too much into these weeds about how genuine somebody is versus not. I don't think that's the point of what we're talking about. I think it's just about how we react to people's use of agency to do good and be good. And I think as we see those examples of people doing good and being good, we can, we can allow them to enter our heart and decide to be that person too, to be good and do good. So I think yeah. one of the answers to the question, at least in my opinion, is like how do we use our agency to let people practice their agency for good is we just have to keep doing good. We just have to expend that effort, pay the price to be good, and eventually, you know, and I think that it may be sooner rather than later or later rather than sooner, the people who we are helping, impacting, who are watching us, your children, brothers, sisters, they will begin to feel that. Um, and here's yeah. the reason I wanted to bring one last scripture into this. Actually, I just thought of, I can't remember it off the top of my head because I didn't prepare it. But if it, paraphrasing, if it entices you to do good and be good, it is of the spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the spirit is what's actually going to change hearts and change minds. So if we do good and be good to other people, they will feel the spirit. The spirit will then change their mind and their hearts to do good and be good. And the cycle and this this domino effect will continue. It'll just Yeah, like Elder Bednar, down. right? Yeah, yeah. Elder Bednar said that. I, I actually wrote that down. I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I should have watched that. He's got this, uh, I think it's a video series where he talks about that, right? About, um, maybe it's not, maybe it's just a talk he gave. I don't know. Maybe it was just in the MTC. I mean, there's a lot of things. I mean, I think I know what you're talking about. There's like these videos. It's like patterns of light. It's actually my favorite Mormon message series. It's about receiving revelation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Because people ask, you know, do I know if it's spirit or not? And he says, don't think about it too much. Don't overthink it. I think if it's good. I think he go says that it. in the talk, though. He says that specific thing in a talk, but he might say it in yeah. the video series, too. I don't know. I think I think he does both. Yeah, you're right. Um yeah, of course I am, dude. Look at me. So, um, <laughs> the other thing is, I remember him. Uh, I don't know if this relates, and so forgive me. This just popped into my head, but he came to our mission, right? Did he do the water bottle thing in our mission? I don't remember actually. He like took a water bottle out and put it on the podium, and he's like, "You guys are agents. This water bottle is an object. I can move the water bottle because I am an agent." I have agency. I can make choices. I can make decisions. The water bottle cannot. It reacts only to what is happening to it. So he was driving the point that we should not act like objects. 
We should not just let stuff happen to us and not just react to everything. Our agency is a gift. We need to use it to go be an, be an agent, right? Instead of be a, an object and react only to things. So. Wow, that's so powerful. In my mind just now, my thoughts are going to that water bottle. I don't even, it, we, he might have done that to us. I don't remember, but I'm just imagining myself as the water bottle and as me, and that I would rather be me moving the water bottle rather than being rather than having something move me around you know you know what i'm saying but i just pictured the the chosen quote where it says uh i used to be one way and now i'm different <laughs> blah 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 i used to be a water bottle but, but now i am now i'm an agent but now i'm an agent <laughs> and that's like two different connotations it's like i used to be a water bottle but now i'm an agent you just imagine yourself as james bond you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. um, that's true but I didn't even think about that other words usage of the word agent but yeah yeah uh, well that's where my brain went but I love this thought because I think there's a lot of times that we act as objects we just let things happen to us and we're not sometimes we're not even a, like a participator in what we're doing right and I actually want to give an, an example in this when we're Doing service, uh, so wait. I'm gonna step, take a step back. Going back to the, st- <laughs> going back to the story that you shared about how you and your wife were breaking bread and doing all those things, and it was such a stressful time. I think it's really easy in those times to think of yourself as an object that all these things are being are happening to you, right? All this this negative tension and whatever is happening to you rather than you doing something to impact somebody else. Right. Uh, and I think we can get trapped in that that line of thinking. But I really like what you said at the beginning about having the end in mind, like why are we doing this? We're doing this for a person. We're doing this to do good and be good. It doesn't necessarily change the fact that you're going to go through tension and conflict and maybe some difficulty while you're doing it. But I think it makes it easy to remember that you are the agent. You are doing this for a purpose. You are trying to bless somebody's life. And all these other things are trying to dissuade you from that purpose, trying to distract you from the purpose, which comes directly from the adversary, actually. Because anytime good is happening, you know that the adversary is going to try to make make that impact less in any way, shape, or form. It makes me think of the, and we're, we're going to get tangenty here, but of the last episode, right? If you haven't listened to that, go back, listen to it about gratitude. Satan highlights the things to be ungrateful for. God highlights the things to be grateful mm-hmm. for. So when we use our agency, we're trying to use our agency for good. God's going to help us see the good. Satan's going to help us see the negative. For example, you're encouraged to go do your ministering, right? Mm-hmm. A natural man response to that is, oh, well, that means I like that's work. I don't know these people. I don't want to text them. I don't want to. I don't want to start a conversation with somebody who doesn't want me there. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, absolutely. That's all Satan. That's all. That's all the adversary as far as highlighting the negative. Whereas God can come in and say, well, again, being enticed to do good or evil, 
If you don't minister, you're straight up doing evil. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I just want to false dichotomy. Uh, anyway, for, for sake of the example, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you're being enticed one or two choices. One is better, and one is maybe not as good, right? And so God will highlight the good things. Well, maybe this person does need to be uplifted, or maybe you need to be uplifted. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to feel good about your efforts, um, even if nothing comes of this relationship. Maybe you need to figure out this person doesn't want ministers. And so you got to find a better, a different way to help and serve them without bothering them and being a nuisance. Right. Mm-hmm. There's lots of good that could come. So anyway, I think there's a really big blessing to this dichotomy that we're talking about there to no good and evil, because I think, I mean, it's just like anything hearkening back to some of the episodes we talked about in order to know the impact that we're doing we have to experience some of the negative in order to appreciate this positive. Like, oh, we went through all of this, but in the end we got to do this. And even if it wasn't, yeah. even if it wasn't received well, we still did it because we, we acted as agents. And, you know, I'm going to say this one, this thing. Say it. I think being an agent is a very rewarding thing. When you act and something happens for you, even if it's not what you expected or even if nothing happens, honestly, but you act, you you na- you naturally feel better about yourself and about your prospects yeah. than you did if you were to be acted upon. Yeah. There's, there's a greater capacity for joy and fulfillment because of agency. Mm. Whoa. Um, whoa. Dude, nice. Dude, nice. <laughs> so... I thought about that exact thing on the way to church today. We drove past a bunch of cows in a field. We drive past these cows every day. I'm like, they're just sitting out there, just standing there, just cowing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They're just being cows. Yeah, cows, that's a verb. What did yesterday look like that was different from today for a cow? Not a lot. It's pretty much the same. Same with every other year of that cow's life, for the most part, right? Mm. And no offense to cows, cows are great. Mm-hmm. My wife says something like, "Well, I'm like, wow, what a what an existence, huh?" She's like, "Yeah, that seems like it'd be really boring." I'm like, "That'd be a really like depressing way to live." I was like, "Yeah, you would think that, but the cows aren't depressed, right? Like animals aren't depressed." Well, I mean, some I mean, can in certain just, circ- some, some can be. Yeah, in certain but, circumstances they can, but maybe those cows right. in in particular out in the field were not. But they're not doing anything. They're eating grass. Yeah. Together. And so, and she said, well, yeah, because they're fulfilling the purpose of their creation. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's true. And not to, I don't mean that this isn't a, we're not picking on cows here. All right. Yeah. We love cows. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But there is a limit to their capacity for joy that's a little different than ours. As agents with agency, there's more challenges and, and trials that come of a different manner. I, I feel weird trying to be in, um, considerate of cow feelings right now. I'm being <laughs> honest with you. But, I mean, we have a greater capacity for fulfillment and joy and for impact than cows typically have. All right. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we just have more than cows. I'm sorry, cows. I mean, to be rude, but you were created on the fifth day. We were on the sixth. So deal with it. <laughs> yeah, it's a competition. <laughs> It's a competition. We win, cows. <laughs> yeah, take that, cows. <laughs> take that, cows. <laughs> um, well, to wrap this up, bear with me. I'm going to connect this in a way that I don't know if people are expecting, but maybe you are. Ooh, okay. 
the full measure of the purpose of our creation. Like we're still trying to figure that out personally, but like generally it's to have joy. Men are that they might have joy. And all of that is connected to the plan of salvation, live with our father to help other people attain exaltation, salvation, as well as come to know the savior. I mean, that's how you do it. So I think that going full circle, how can we use our agency to have a positive impact in other people's lives? I think if we keep in mind all the things we talked about, plus we just have this idea that we're all we're all in this together. <laughs> we're all in this together. Mm-hmm. High school musical for you. Um, we yeah. all we're all in this together, and that we're Ugh. all trying to make people's lives. We want to help make people's lives better. And this domino effect, we act to make somebody's life better, then they will be influenced by the spirit to try and do the same thing for somebody else. Yeah. And it goes on it and it's on and it's on until we're all blessed in the kingdom and the family of God. And we can all, you know, hopefully all live with him again. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And, and plus, you know, on top of all that, if other people are trying to do good, let's allow it. You know, mm. and maybe that's our opportunity to do our own kind of service, to suck it up and allow good to happen or or try to. uh encourage a good conversation that you might not want to invest energy mm. in or I don't know whatever it might be right I want this to be a t-shirt idea so bad suck it up and allow good to happen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> too many t-shirt ideas I know we have not so many t-shirts I know well I love this conversation this is I think like that's a good place to to end it for today thank you Stephen our neighborhood friend yeah Neighbor for uh, for calling in, oh, pal, pal. Oh, neighborhood pal, who is an outright pal, friend. Out- pal is a he's a white friend. <laughs> a pal is a is a step up, remember? Oh, that's right. It's a person I right. absolutely love. That, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Well, thank you, Stephen, for sending us this question and being a supporter of our podcast. We really appreciate you. We appreciate your thoughts, and we're grateful for the opportunity that we got to talk about agency on the podcast. We never get tired of talking about it anyways, even though I'm sure that we've talked about it many, many times. There's a lot of things, a lot of new insights that we can get. But everyone else, thank you for joining us. We're grateful that you are here and that we get to talk about these things. We want to hear from you too. Just like Stephen, you can send in your question to us. We'll talk about it. We'll give our thoughts. And you can also respond to those thoughts too on our socials. But to send your question, to reach us, you can always do it through our email which is in black and white podcast at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to us on our socials, which are Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at the handle at IBW podcast. You can send us a DM. You can send us a post on all those platforms and we will get those messages. So send us your questions and your thoughts, concerns. We want to hear from you. We want to build a community. Also, like, subscribe, and share the podcast. We want to reach, we, we are on a mission to find the one person who needs to hear this from our one tertiary source. Huh? Tertiary? Huh? Ah, good time, good time. Yeah, so like, subscribe, share. We want to impact one person at a time and share good, uh, like we talked about today, being agents for ourselves. And stay tuned for the 100th episode coming in in a few weeks. We are excited to share with you. We got some exciting stuff. You're going to want to be a part of it. We're excited about it. We've got some really, we think, some amazing content coming your way. Mm -hmm. So stay with us. 
it's going to be worth it. For all of those who are just joining, welcome. We're grateful that you're a part of our family and our community. With all of that being said, guys, we hope that you have a wonderful week, and God is good. Godspeed, everyone.